When it comes to investing for the long term, it's important to look at more tax advantage ways of how you can be able to reduce your tax liability with your retirement accounts. And with iTrust Capital, they allow clients to invest in crypto through an individual retirement account or an IRA. IRAs are tax sheltered accounts, which means all of your crypto trading is tax free and it can even grow tax free as well over time. The process of signing up with iTrust Capital is really easy and the service is awesome. The best part is, is that it's totally free to open up an account and there's no hidden fees. The platform also offers a growing list of over 25 different cryptocurrencies to invest in with more being added all the time. So it's easy to diversify your portfolio with a new mobile app that allows clients to trade whenever they want. iTrust Capital has really earned its place in the market being voted best crypto investment platform throughout the US. As a special tip for my listeners, if you open and fund an account today, you will get a $100 funding bonus added to your account. To learn more, click the link in the description to open up a free account and get started today. Welcome back everyone to another edition of Insightful Principles. In today's content, I wanna talk about how to deal with your emotions when investing in the market. Definitely a prevalent topic. We've seen so much throughout 2022. Nothing but, you know, volatility, markets going down across all asset classes, whether you're looking at stocks, bonds, commodities, crypto, everything has really taken a toll on many people's emotions and wanted to really create an episode to really talk about what are some things to keep in mind when you see yourself being reactive when it comes to the market. If you all can do me a huge favor, if you could rate, leave a review, continue to share with your family and friends, it's definitely greatly appreciated. Now, I read some data online that highlighted how women tend to be better traders when it comes to men. And some of the reasons for that is because they tend to be more patient, cautious, disciplined, in fact, women tend to take fewer risk and have smaller portfolios which are typically 34 percent less in size than men's portfolios i also read according to a 2021 fidelity study they highlighted how women earn a higher return than men when it comes to investing typically 40 basis points more which all that means is uh you know 40 percentage wise uh, points more within their portfolios and then also data from vanguard covering the first quarter of 2020 showed that even though women traded less frequently than men they still got better results so that's very interesting to me and also when i was looking at the comparisons between women and men when it comes to investing and trading they actually prefer short-term trading over intraday day trading now the main difference between the two is with short-term trading it involves making fewer trades and holding shares longer they also may focus more on long-term trading uh, so they're looking at wanting to hold their positions a little bit longer than a year whereas when it comes to day trading more decisions have to be made on an everyday basis and you're constantly in and out of positions so i can see just from that difference alone why women would tend to be better traders because 
ultimately they're making less decisions and this is going to be very important as i go throughout this episode with that point exactly also women tend to take fewer risk and they're also more inclined to doing short selling strategies and really what short selling is they're borrowing the security in order to be able to buy it back at a higher price so they tend to utilize that strategy they also will utilize bigger stop losses whereas with men they will either move or cancel their stop losses because they may want to find a way to beat the market and i know for myself there's been times where i placed stop losses on different stock positions and then changed it not so much because i want to beat the market but more specifically i want to see if my thesis or my strategy can work with my second option you know so if i'm saying that i'm putting a stop loss on the stock at fifty dollars and i'm seeing that i need to hold the stock a little bit longer for it to do better over a longer period of time i may move my stop loss down a little bit further if there are some you know volatility and downward periods within the market now i went over this just to set the stage of how emotions can play a role when it comes to investing and we can see from the comparison between women and men when it comes to trading emotions play an important role on how we react to fluctuations in the market if you're a podcast enthusiast like i am you probably thought about making a podcast on your own creating a podcast is one of the best decisions i've made personally but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own that's where buzzsprout comes in their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch promote and track a professional podcast it's in fact so good that they have helped over a hundred thousand people launch their own podcast buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory such as apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording you also get a great looking podcast website detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast and tools to promote your episodes as well Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. So how can we best manage our emotions with the market? The very first thing, make fewer decisions. You want to make investing as simple as possible. You don't want to make it as complicated. And one way to make it simple is you want to choose your investments. You want to add to them on a weekly or a monthly basis, whether it's a dollar cost average strategy. So you've decided that you want to invest in a portion in stocks, some in bonds, Stick to the strategy, continue the dollar cost average, and make it automated where you don't even have to think about it, where you're just investing in it and you're not worried if the market is up or down. Same way I think about when it comes to Bitcoin. I invest in it consistently. I'm not worried about if it's up or down because I understand the fundamentals of the technology and the value that it brings within the economy. Also, when it comes to making fewer decisions, you only want to rebalance your portfolio maybe once or twice a year 
to make sure that your asset allocation is accurate. So let's say, for example, you have a majority of your portfolio in stocks throughout the year. They're doing very well. It may be important to rebalance where you have your allocation back down to where it was initially. So let's say you want to do 70% in stocks and 30% in bonds. If the market goes up, it's going to change your allocation where that might show 90% in stocks and 10% in bonds. So rebalancing is a great way to make sure that you're getting to your specific allocation that you have identified of how you want to position your portfolio. Also, you want to hold these investments until your strategy no longer fits your circumstance and ride out the downturns in the market. So when I mean holding the strategy until it no longer fits your financial situation, let's say you have someone that has invested in the stock market, specifically within stocks their whole entire life. When they get into retirement, they may want less volatility. They want may want to have more of a stable value fund where it's more of preserving their capital where it's not as much at risk within the market another thing the next thing that you want to focus on is your financial plan you want to stick to your investment strategy don't try to change it once you have something in place and you also want to write down your investment goals your time horizon and your ideal asset allocation for now and in the future and the reason why this is important because you have to make sure that you have the blueprint written out and in place so that way when you do see fluctuations in the market okay let me come back to my financial plan let me see what the strategy is let me look at how many years i have that i'm going to be investing this money and stay focused on your asset allocation you don't want to be moving back and forth and flip-flopping flip with your strategy the next thing is you want to document your research methods on what makes in position investable this is critical because these are questions that you want to ask yourself do you want to invest in companies that have high profit margins and little debt or maybe you want to invest in companies that have great earnings and multiple product lines. These are questions that you want to identify to see if a company is worth investing in for yourself. So that way, as you're developing your portfolio, if you see that this doesn't meet your criteria, move on to the next opportunity or the next idea when it comes to your investment thesis. If it does meet your criteria you check it off and you add it to your portfolio so this podcast has also been sponsored by ledger the largest crypto hardware wallet in the industry they're trusted by over 2 million users and the purpose of having a hardware wallet is to protect yourself against exchanges freezing your crypto assets you look at celsius you look at voyager of actually freezing the withdrawals and also any type of trading on their platforms when you have a hardware wallet it does remo remove you from this particular risk also with ledger they just recently released their nano s plus uh, which is giving people the opportunity to use web3 uh, to be able to take advantage of DeFi and using nfts uh, with on their hardware wallet but if you go in the show notes, I'll have all of my information so you can be able uh, to take advantage of the different offerings that they have. 
and Ledger is the best in class when it comes to safely securing your crypto assets. That's a great way to think about it. Just document your research process and make sure that you have a blueprint on the decisions that you're making with the companies that you want to invest in. And ultimately, these aspects are going to help guide your investment decisions where you're not just thinking off of emotion, but you have a detailed process on the reason why you're making an investment decision. You also want to understand your own expectations. So if you're on an emotional roller coaster when you're investing, think about why you're investing and what you plan to do with your retirement plan. The average gains in the stock market is somewhere around 7%. So if you're investing in index funds over the long term, this is a reasonable return that you are expecting. However, if you're wanting more risk than the 7%, then that will come with more risk and volatility. And you have to just compare and contrast and see what is the best situation for you when, you, when it comes to allocating your investments. The last thing that you want to do is you want to fail fast and fail often. I think a lot of times in life we think that failing there's something wrong with that. We're not supposed to fail. But when you fail, you actually learn a lot through that experience. There's a lesson in an experience where you went through a hard time. You didn't know what to do in the situation and you made a mistake. There's lessons in those opportunities. And of course, we don't want to see losses within our portfolio, especially when you're trading. You can get in at the wrong time. You can misprice your stop losses. You can misprice your targets when it comes to the different stocks that you want to invest in or whichever other asset it is. However, learning from the mistakes, there's always a lesson in a failure. And the only failure is in giving up. So you have to keep going and you have to keep things in perspective. I thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was very helpful for you. Please continue to rate, leave a review, uh, share this podcast with your, your circle. And I thank you all so much for listening and take care.